Welcome back to the Winging It podcast, how to build, maintain, and totally own a career that you love. Every week, I'm sitting down with an expert to help business owners and career women learn something new that will help them achieve success and balance in a career path that makes you happy. Today, I'm joined by my best friend. We went to uni together, then we moved to London together, and then we both decided at the same time that we were going freelance together, so basically twins. It's Natalie Glaze, founder of Stay Wild Swim. If you're listening to this on your phone, make sure you get the best experience by downloading the Entel app. Entel is an interactive podcast platform that combines the best of audio storytelling with the richness of the web. So this means you'll be able to follow links, view images, follow people on social and much more by just tapping your phone. The music for this podcast is epic, I know. It's been provided by The Edit Album, a curation of copyright-free music for creatives. Our listeners get 25% off with the code SASSY25 and I'll leave the link in the description box or if you're listening on Entel, you'll be able to click the link now. Hi. Hi. I can't believe I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) This is so weird. I actually really love having people here that I know. It's like the best thing. It's just like a little chat with one of your best mates. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, so who are you? What do you do? Okay, so I am Natalie Glaze. I am the co-founder of Stay Wild Swim, a sustainable swimwear brand which is made from regenerated ocean plastics. I'm also a bit of a jack of all trades, so I do a few other things on the side. I have my own Instagram um, where I do, which I've run for quite a few years now, so that's kind of one of my career paths. I guess things Um, things, one of my many things and uh, then I also do consultancy Um, I have done that for quite a few years I've background in media so I work in an agency one day a week and I am also a qualified Pilates instructor but life has got a bit busy so I don't really do that anymore (laughs) (laughs) she's the woman of many talents I basically don't have enough room in my brain to balance it all so at the moment my kind of main uh, focuses are stay wild swim and my own stuff Amazing. What was your first job? <laughs> I was thinking about this because I am a regular listener of your podcast. And when you Yay. ask questions, I'm always like, hmm, what would my answer be? And now I'm like here. And <laughs> I actually haven't prepped at all. So <laughs> I should be way more prepared than this. My first ever, ever job, like back in the day when I was a young spring chicken, um, I I used to work at horse riding stables as a stable hand and I used to oh, muck out all the horses. You used to pick up horse shit. I used to pick up horse shit. That was my first <laughs> ever job and here I am. Um, but my first ever like kind of career job was straight after uni, I went and worked in a media agency and I was doing media buying and planning, um, which I'm not going to say I was a natural at because it involved a lot of maths and I quickly realised... I feel like media planning is like, that's... I mean, a lot of people from our course went into that, didn't mm, they? I think but it was quite it's like an obvious choice. Progression. Yeah, from our, it was almost like one of the the careers which was talked about quite a lot at Bournemouth. So it was just like, oh, okay, yeah, well, I'll do that. And um, yeah, but it got me to learn quite a lot about kind of client side, agency side, client relationships, I think, which has helped me quite a lot with my career now. And what did you do at uni? Not I know what you did at uni, but please tell everyone. <laughs> it's so weird, Lucy, asking me questions because she's been there the whole time. It's like, what do you do at uni? I'm like, we went together. Um, so I did media. Oh, no. Communication and, and media. Communication and media, yeah. so long ago. I can't even remember what course I did. <laughs> um, communication and media at Bournemouth University. And it's quite known for media and all that jazz. So, yeah very fun and I got to be with Lucy every day and we lived together in final year which was just wonderful it was actually to be honest so (laughs) okay and so what happened after you worked at media agency 
So I worked there for about a year and a half and it was quite, it was really random. So basically they had a new client blog where they basically talked about the journey of bringing on a new clients. So I became in charge of that kind of side of things for one of the new clients which we had just won and I was really enjoying kind of taking pictures writing about it creating a blog and I thought well why don't I set up my own because I kind of knew I wanted to leave and in my head a blog could be almost like my online CV and I knew I wanted to go into more writing and creative side of things so in my head I could be a journalist and I could send it out as my online CV so I started a blog and started writing about kind of food and stuff on the side and started yeah it just kind of it was fairly I wonder natural. if anyone remember that it was the nutrition easter the nutrition easter so funny I started it and started talking about food loads and I actually can't cook I'm a really bad cook and I have no idea why I decided <laughs> to do you can't chop a vegetable I, I really like eating and I love food and love going out to eat but I'm just I'm just not a natural cook I'm not a chef I'm you did have some quite good recipes on there though yeah I, I'm very good at making snacks and like sweet stuff oh yeah but not meals yeah. but yeah I, I soon realized that I that that wasn't really the path which I should be taking. It was enjoyable, and I did a nutrition course on the side whilst doing. I, I lo- liked oh to have a lot God, of side hustles. Oh my God, you did! Yeah, I was like, oh, if I'm going to do a blog You're about a food, I want to learn about it so I can actually talk about it properly. So I did that on the side as well as working at the media agency, and then I started doing more fitness stuff because that was what I was interested in. And I was quite lucky, like really early on, um, Nike kind of picked it up, and I went on a trip with them, and they wanted me to talk about it on my blog. And it kind of just went from there, you know? But it's been very much like a learning curve, like in terms of like the journey it's been on. It was gone from like food to fitness to lifestyle to travel. And yeah, it's just, it's it's probably as I progress my interests and as I, I don't know, become a more rounded human. <laughs> also, when you started your blog, it wasn't like, it was a thing that people were doing, but it wasn't like a, a thing. It wasn't really like, like Instagram was a thing, but it wasn't like yeah. a career. I, I didn't even start with Instagram. I started with blog yeah. because I enjoyed writing and I knew I wanted to do, I wanted to be a journalist. I wanted to have a column, which I actually managed to get. But, and that was definitely through my blog, but Instagram came a lot later for me. So it was blog was my focus and that's where I kind of posted regularly. And then I, I had an Instagram, which was like personal one. But I already enjoyed photography and did like A-level art. So the Instagram kind of came a bit later. It came like a year and a half, two years into me blogging. Like when I actually started doing Instagram, which worked alongside my blog. Whereas before I was like, I'm just a blogger. <laughs> oh my God, how do people discover blogs back in the day? I have no idea. It's so weird, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe just like word of mouth. Maybe, I don't know. Okay, so tell us the story of Stay Wild Swim. Where did it start? The story of Stay Wild Swim. Okay, so we launched, I think it was about, well, it hasn't been Can I just say something? I remember a conversation we had. (laughs) We were in Bali and we were waiting for a ferry. Do you remember this? We were waiting for a ferry Mm -hmm. and we'd been waiting around for like an hour and we were a little bit nervous on this ferry trip because it was like... (laughs) We were on the Gilly Islands and we were like... A storm was coming. (laughs) There was definitely a storm coming and we were like basically trying to distract ourselves from the fact that we could potentially die on this boat so we started talking about <laughs> business ideas business ideas um so that's actually where it started so Bali was kind of my almost like you know when you get that little spark of an idea yeah so we had obviously we'd been going around and we'd been like going into lots of like boutique swimwear stores and fashion stores and yeah. stuff like that and then we were talking about the oceans and I don't really I don't really know how it 
like actually came about but yeah me and you were chatting about business ideas and we were like oh wouldn't it be really cool to create some kind of swimwear yeah. we could give back to the ocean something which does kind of good and then I remember kind of chatting about the material and how you can make stuff out of recycled ocean plastics yeah. I think and then I when I came back I was like oh that's quite a cool idea and I started doing loads of research I was researching yeah. materials factories all sorts creating all these spreadsheets but I literally had so many excel spreadsheets and then I basically realized how big a task it was to set up a swimmer brand and I was like yeah. I can't do this by myself so I kind of just sat on it I was I was like I want to do it but it really intimidated me because I knew how much work it would be yeah so I sat on it for a while and then, <laughs> this is funny, so Zana tweeted that she wanted to do Zana's a sustainable- Zana's co-founder. Oh yeah, sorry, no background. Zana is my co-founder, we set up together, but the, how we kind of started it together, she d was tweeting about wanting to start a, a sustainable brand, and I was like, ooh, I'm just gonna message her and just say, hey, I've been thinking about it for ages, I've got lots of research, if you wanna pick my brains, kind of thing. And we'd known each other for like, we've known each other for like six years now, um, I've been on like quite a few trips together and I was just, and she was just like, oh, look, I haven't seen you in ages. Like, let's go for brunch. It was quite funny. We were chatting about this the other day and I was like, we made it out like it was a casual brunch, but I had like all the intentions of making her my business partner <laughs> by the end of that brunch. I had like a full on pitch deck ready. I was like, oh, hey, haven't seen you in ages. Here's my pitch. Do you want to go into business with me? Um, but yeah, we just started chatting and I was telling her about the swimwear and the ideas and she was just like, I love that. I want to do something similar. And then she, um, we were just, it kind of just was like, oh, maybe we should just kind of start researching it together. And then we never really made an official like, oh, we're gonna launch a swimwear brand. It was more like, let's test the market. Let's start chatting about it. Yeah. Let's do a bit of research. And then it kind of just snowballed. And then before we knew it, we had a fully formed brand. And I was like, oh my God, it's too late to back out now. This has happened <laughs> six months down the line. We have a swimwear brand. <laughs> but it was never like a structured, like let's go into business together this is our plan, this is where we're gonna go. These are the steps we need to take. These are the steps. It was more kind of organic. Like we met for brunch. Obviously I had an idea. Yeah. And I think it was quite useful that I'd done quite a lot of research. But then it just kind of just happened. We were like, let's create an Instagram, talk about what we wanna do and see if anyone is interested. And then people clearly were. So yeah, it just, it just kind of happened. And now I feel like I've blinked and now here we are. Launched last October, second collection in. Like it's it's been mental. But yeah, it has been mental. So I know that you've had some struggles along the way, mm -hmm. and you <laughs> <laughs> preach into the choir. Was it preach into the church? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you speak really openly on your Instagram about how basically no one knows what they're doing when they run a business, which is so true. Like I was just sat with a girl who was like, "Oh, you've got your shit together." I was like, "Mate, I've." bloody don't <laughs> literally don't like everyone in their 20s literally we don't have our shit together it's fine we all know that yeah. um and we are all winging it so can you tell us a little bit more about this mm -hmm. like the struggles yeah then, like i think i always had this very glamorous view of being an entrepreneur like from a young age i was like oh it's so cool to run your own business it's so glamorous like look at all these amazing entrepreneurs and then when i i think i went in a bit blind to running a business i kind of thought it would be quite not easy but I kind of thought it'd be quite smooth and enjoyable and exciting and then when I started realizing kind of how hard work it is and also how boring quite a lot of the tasks are I was just like well 
for me, it was quite important that I shared the whole journey from the beginning because I was just like, look, I have no idea. Both me and Zana have no background in fashion. Like, we've never designed anything. And I think it was quite important. Like, we built both built audiences online and we had shared our kind of journeys. So it was like, well, it makes sense that we then share the journey of Stay Wild Swim online as well. And I think it's quite important to us that we're open about the fact that, like, we're learning as we go and I've been very kind of conscious of just saying I'm going to show you the highs and the lows and just being able to talk about it as well because I think also running a business can be quite not lone well yeah lonely basically even if there's two of you like a lot of the time you're in your own head you're and even if there's more of you it's not even it's not even that it's just that because you're at the top you're the one that's making the decisions you can ask anyone for their opinion but ultimately you're the one that is in charge of the ship like you have to make that decision there's not really like another feeling Mm. and it was just like i just felt like because especially when we first launched i was like very we had so much on we had so many deadlines and obviously i had my own instagram and i was like i have nothing else to talk about because i have nothing else all i could think about was stay wild swim all i could think about was how many deadlines i had how much i was doing how kind of lost i felt and i thought well, I'm going to have to talk about this because yeah. I have nothing else to talk about. Either I stop posting on my own <laughs> channel for six months or I share the whole journey. And I yeah. was like, it might be beneficial for women who want to set up their own business or or men who want to set up their own business. Anyone who wants yeah. to kind of get involved in running a company. I was like, well, if I share my journey and we can all kind of, you know, feel like we're part of it. Yeah. And I, it, it had such an amazing reaction of people saying, oh I set up a business recently and I feel you like no one talks about the struggles of like especially on your mental health on your balance with your work and your friends and your family and I was just like this is something that needs to probably be talked about a little bit more like you see all yeah. these amazing entrepreneurs and you think and a lot of them probably struggled and like had it to is. really slog at it you and know? also I feel Instagram is one of those places and this is such a hot topic at the moment mm-hmm. because people are so like you know everyone compares themselves to other people on social yeah. media and it, it it i'm people say this all the time but it literally is a highlight reel like yeah, i don't talk about i'm haven't talked on social media about anything that's happening in my life at the yeah, moment yeah, because yeah. I, like i don't want to yeah. and everyone doesn't need to know what's happening in my life but then it's like i'm not gonna say that life is all rosy and peaches mm-hmm. when it's not do you yeah, know what i mean i think it's really important especially if you have a platform and like you said, it's, it is quite a hot topic at the moment. I think there was a very much a phase of everyone's life looking perfect. And we're just kind of, everyone's navigating this new world. Like social media is a fairly mm. new world and f- kind of people figuring out how to navigate it in a way that suits them. And I think people are becoming more open and honest and sharing a little bit more of the kind of ups and downs. And I just, yeah, I just wanted to be honest about the journey and just to kind of be like, look, I'm really struggling this week or... Who else is in the same boat? Yeah, and then you kind of feel like you have a support network and yeah. I think people have been so amazing and like being able to share the ups and the downs. And then when you when you say, oh, look, we so for example, January, February, March, we had the most insane kind of amount of deadlines, which I know I set myself, but I kind of kicked myself in the butt massively. And, and I worked really hard and it was really quite stressful. And, but then when, like, so this was all in the lead up to us launching in Selfridges, which was incredible. So we're part of their Bright New Things um, kind of family. And we launched 
but the deadlines which we set ourselves were completely unrealistic and obviously I'm learning as I go so I didn't realize that they were going to be as tough as yeah they were but me sharing my journey then when we did finally launch in Selfridges people were like oh my god look at how hard you worked like look at what you've achieved and you're able to celebrate those kind of highs because people have seen how hard you've worked to achieve them and I think it's just opened up a whole conversation of people who either want to set up their own business have a side hustle or whatever they're doing and it's just nice that you kind of feel like you've got a little community of people who are like all kind of got your back and I always found with Instagram I was quite I, I love a pretty picture. I love aesthetics. You used to love a short caption and now you're like yeah. well into I used like... to literally put up a picture of like the beach and be like, oh my God, sea baby. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like the limit. And I think just being able to open up a little bit and have a show a bit more of myself has been really interesting. And yeah, I really like the kind of way it's going down. It just makes running a business um, less, like feel more like there's a community behind you. Yeah. Mm. it's nice I saw this quote yesterday that was like the grass is always greener unless it's fake (laughs) (laughs) and I was like I feel that so much on Instagram because literally I mean I I've actually unfollowed I used to follow like 600 people and I've unfollowed I now follow like maybe 200 I've unfollowed everyone who makes me feel shit that was like the first step the second step was to unfollow everyone who tried to sell me shit that I didn't need Mm -hmm. Um, and then it left me with about minus 400 followers (laughs) so I was like oh my god this is great now I just follow things that I like to look at but also I don't I've kind of got out the routine of comparing myself to other people because it is so unhelpful and I do think especially when you're running a business to look at how other people are doing and comparing yourself to them is so unhelpful because everyone starts their story on a different page and also you don't know what's going on behind the scenes like I definitely found that when I launched Stay Wild with Zana, I was like following lots of other people who I was just like, oh, they're doing really well or their brand is really successful or they like, I don't know, it's just, and then you realize you're on your own path and also you don't need to kind of be comparing yourself. So I did the same, I unfollowed a load of people and then I'm just, I follow quite a lot of kind of inspirational business people, (laughs) but then I also follow people who are really creative and really artistic. So then every time I open my Instagram, instead of being like kind of bombarded with kind of things which are completely unhelpful to me, it's stuff that, I don't know, sparks a creative idea or I just can read a caption and feel really uplifted. In the end of the day, we can choose who we follow so we are kind of in control of being able to that if someone makes you feel unhappy unfollow them and I think that was a really kind of crucial lesson to me is to be able to say every time I look at that page I feel I feel a bit like kind of down on myself or down on my business or what I'm doing why am I following them and being able to kind of just choose who I expose myself to on a daily basis I think is really important yeah and it was very crucial to me when I first launched yeah the comparison thing was quite hard whereas now I'm like we're doing our own thing and I think a lot of people kind of with Instagram you are always comparing but you have to understand that there's also enough space for everyone to do well and there's enough space for everyone 100 percent. I'm so into that yeah and I think it's I am really one for celebrating other businesses and other women and like people who are doing stuff I'm like yes I like feel like I want to cheerlead people who are doing well yeah and it's like even if someone's doing a similar business to us I'm like 100%. there is enough room for everyone to have an audience to have a niche 
to do well and to succeed. So it should be about like kind of uplifting each other and yeah. like being each other's cheerleader. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's always going to be people that do a similar thing to you. Yeah, of course. And like I, I notice it because I obviously my business is B two B, and so people always kind of reach out and they're like oh hey like how did you do this or like someone who does social media someone who does branding or someone who does websites or something and they they reach out and say oh I was just wondering you know I'm new starting this like I really enjoy following your journey and a lot of people um are kind of like either they don't reply I mean I've messaged people in the past being like how did you do this just got no like dead dead nothing no reply um and I always just like to reply to people because actually no matter whether people are doing a similar thing to you, actually, you are the one that is making your business different. There's always a point of difference, no matter what it is. And so it's totally fine to to kind of celebrate other people. And I think yeah. once you get into that sort of headspace, it makes things a lot easier. Yeah, and I think it just makes the whole process just a lot more kind of enjoyable. And it we does. wouldn't have launched Stay Wild if we hadn't have had amazing support and people offering to help us. And I'm like, the amount of kind of support and help we were offered was crazy it just made me really believe in humankind I think I, I was I was a little bit cynical before I launched Stay Wild and now I'm like humans are amazing people are so kind people are so generous with their time yeah and I'm like yes it was me and Zana but actually we have a huge team of people who without them giving us their time and effort I was just sending an email saying I've seen you you're launching this business yeah I have a bit of advice for you or you should get in contact with this person they'll be amazing like we had so much of that and it's really kind of opened my eyes to we should all be kind of helping each other and supporting each other and so if someone messages me that I try and reply to like we do get quite a lot on Stay Wild about like running a business and I do try and reply as much as I can and it's just like if you can kind of help or support or even just point someone in the right direction it is super helpful. I also think one of my family friends always said to me from a young age she was like if you don't ask you don't get and Mm I do think sometimes when we when people start businesses they feel a bit like oh no one's going to help me because you know everyone wants money for x y and z but actually I think putting feelers out there and asking for help there's nothing wrong with asking for help and asking people and saying you know look maybe I can't I can't pay you now or you know but I you know we could do something else together or we could skill swap or something like that um it's always worth just asking for help yeah I 100% agree and I think people are a lot more generous than I think, yeah, there's this whole perception that running a business, everyone's up against each other, but it's really not. And I think that's why social media is, the positive of social media is that everyone has been so supportive and you create a little community and people outreach and offer to help you. And they've helped us, but without social media, we wouldn't have a business because people have helped us choose like names for our collection help us de- like they've almost helped us design pieces because we take in all that data and like the amount of people who have been like I've seen you're looking for this you should speak to this person or amazing this is my bit of advice so I feel like it's not a two-person company but that's I feel the thing like about a, the three person and the third person is everyone <laughs> on social media it's, everyone else. <laughs> it's a team of thousands <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's it is one of those things and I think nowadays I see a lot of brands doing that on Instagram is help, you know, by testing the waters, what you're doing is actually asking people what they want. So you actually already know. So it can be really helpful. And I think it's also really helpful for this day and age. I don't think brands, I think 
the whole brand experience and how people buy and purchase is changing so much that it, as a small brand, if you can be reactive to your audience and you can actually give them what they want and mm. they have a chance to help shape your decisions, then they feel invested. And for us, we, we can say, people are asking for this, let's implement it. And we are listening to our audience and we are being able to do stuff in a kind of a quicker, more reactive way, which I feel is kind of, that's what the joys of running a small business and being social media led is that we actually can like, our stuff is almost data led because we're reacting to what people actually want as yeah. opposed to putting products out there with no idea if people actually want them. And our whole business that we're trying to do smaller stock runs, less wastage, and then it's stuff people actually want and then we can test the market and it's just, and I think it's, yeah, it's definitely different because if you look at these massive brands, if you look at these huge brands that, I don't know, put out like so much stock and they haven't tested markets, I don't know. I just feel like it's, we we are at a Don't you think it's mental that people used to not have all this technology? I mean, even like 10 years ago, even Mm. 20 years ago, we did not, well, I say we, we do. <laughs> Other people didn't have that. They used to have to go, do you remember going through the yellow pages? Like, oh, I'm going to get a takeaway. Let's just look through yeah. the yellow pages. I, people are quite negative about social media and the internet, but I'm like, without it, I would not oh have set up a business. Like, I wouldn't be able to run Stay Wild. Without. I mean, my internet is all about the business. I oh, know my business is all about the internet. <laughs> <laughs> my internet is all about the business. <laughs> Both. Both true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, so true. I don't know how people used to do it. I was saying... The other day, what did people used to do when they had stuff made in China? Like, have to go and like write them a letter and wait for like yeah. six weeks to get a reply. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, mental. Interesting. Not that we, yeah. For us, it's quite it's quite good also because we make everything local, so we can actually pop in. But I, without recommendations, we wouldn't have found our factories. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. all it's all kind of stems from social media, and I think also with us, it's both me and Zana already had like an audience of people who were interested in what we were kind of doing so we were able to create an audience before yeah. we launched a product so we, yeah. we almost did everything backwards like we set up stay wild completely the wrong way around <laughs> so we created like demand and an audience and an interest and started educating people about our products and showing them the journey yeah. before we launched anything which gives you an advantage but also like yeah. there's kind of positives and negatives to that but i think it's definitely helped us shape what we're creating and what we're doing. Lovely. Tell us a little bit about Selfridges. What's going on? Fine, if you want me to. <laughs> oh, well, my brand's just in Selfridges. Okay. Happy to plug that. <laughs> um, so, we had been running Stay Wild Swim social media for a few months and we got an email from, well, it basically had like in the, um, the header or caption or whatever it's called when you email people, like Selfridges, bright new things. And I was like, oh, it's a spam, absolute spam. Like, there's no way that Selfridges are emailing us. And they basically just said, we love what you're doing, what you're creating, your messaging and everything. We'd love to have a chat. So our relationship with Selfridges blossomed like really early on when we launched our business. And we they approached us and they said, we have a initiative called Bright New Things where we support small UK-based um, fashion designers, basically, and we help always mentor you, help you grow, we give you a platform. Obviously, Selfridges is a huge global platform. They're at the forefront of kind of the fashion world and the retail world, and they allow, they kind of give this 
platform and this space to small brands to help them grow, to help reach new audiences. And yeah, they approached us and they said, we'd love for you to be part of our 2019 Brand New Things. We want to have a swimwear brand. We want you to be the swimwear brand. And it's the most incredible honor to be part of that. Like as a small brand, we hadn't even been, we had only launched like a few months and we were already discussing when we were going to launch the Selfridges. And I think for us, because we are doing things slightly differently to a normal fashion brand. Like we're two girls who are very open about the fact we have no idea what we're doing. We are like, I'm making it up as I'm going along. I'm very open about that. We talk about that a lot and we are trying to make less stock so there's less wastage. We aren't doing full collections like a normal fashion brand. And we are doing things in a very sustainable, eco-friendly way, being a bit more conscious in how we create the brand. So to have a brand like Selfridges, say we love what you're doing we support what you're doing and we want to spread your message and help you grow as a brand was just it was a really it was just such a lovely thing and obviously for us it's just like everyone's heard of Selfridges what they're doing is really incredible and yeah we launched in store the other month I feel like the whole year's a bit of a blur so I'm like I don't even know what day it is who I am what's going on but we launched uh March in Selfridges as part of their bright new things and yeah we're in store we have we're, we've recently had like a whole installation in store where they my face was on the wall in Selfridges I was like oh my Goals. god and they basically just had this whole area and they talked about us and we have a little bright new things labels who are on their website and it's just yeah it's just such an honor and it's just amazing also to be against not against being on the same shop floor as all of these amazing other established brands yeah it makes us feel a bit more legit you know yeah. like you launch a swimmer brand and in a few months you're on a shop floor with like a load of other amazing like swimmer creators and brands and i'm just like oh my god so yeah absolute honor it's amazing. Mm, thank you. It's amazing. I'm so proud I'm of you, girl. I'm so shook. <laughs> okay, she's shook, guys. Um, I really want to talk more about that, but we're kind of running out of time. Oh, my, it's not my fault. I was, I was late. Uh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, what is one app that you couldn't live without, couldn't run your business without, and you can't oh, say social media? I was thinking about this, and I'm going to say something, but I don't know if it's an app. Is Notes an app? What, is that phone? Yeah. Is that an app? Yeah. Does that count? Okay, right. So, I use notes like continuously, like you know the notes app, I basically use it to write down anything I'm thinking of, any idea, like my to-do list for that day, for that week. And often when we first were like launching, I would have ideas in the middle of the night and I would have to grab my phone and write down in my notes. <laughs> I know, um, it like completely took over my whole life, could you tell? And I would write down ideas I had, anything like that. And I think for me, it's just been such a kind of, I like to just, I have so, so much going on in my head. Yeah. I have to be able to write it yeah. down. And often I'll, I have a notepad with me at all times, but just to be able to just ping it down on my phone yeah. is super useful. Amazing. I yeah. I mean, yeah. there's millions of apps which I couldn't live without, but I think that's quite important. Oh, love it. Mm, Good one. Yeah. No one said that before. Oh, well, there you go. Um, original. <laughs> okay, and can you give us an inspiring quote that you live by, please? I'm not sure how inspiring it is. I feel like... It doesn't have to be like an inspiring quote. Okay. It can just be like a... <laughs> I think when we launched Stay Wild, I there was a lot of quotes flying around about kind of how no one knows what they're doing and oh here she goes yeah it's like what I live it's more kind of like if anyone says well what is there one thing that you wish I don't know you'd known before you launched was the fact that yeah nobody knows what they're doing and everyone's making up as they go along and I think if I'd have known that earlier I would have 
probably taken that step and launched a world earlier but I was yeah. scared that I didn't know enough or I wasn't I don't know wasn't as far down my career you kind of learn on the job and yeah. it's important not to be too harsh on yourself and now well. actually learning seeing all these big brands and like it's, I just am like, literally no one knows what they're doing and everyone is making it up. And people who you think have, like you said, like got their shit together or have a massive agency or a huge brand and they literally are making it up day by day, just like us. And I'm just like, okay, nobody knows. So therefore- It's fine. It's all good. It's all good. So that's my kind of live by motto. Nobody knows what they're doing. That's true. It's fine. That's definitely your motto. (laughs) And where can we find Stay Wild online, please? So we are on Instagram at Stay Wild Swim. We're also online on our website, staywildswim.com, where you can purchase us and also read our blog and our ethical, eco-friendly directory. We post a huge amount of... It's a lovely website. Amazing. It is a lovely website. Lovely Who built branding. that? Oh, <laughs> uh, Digital, what? <laughs> yeah, Lucy was queen and helped us so much with our website. So yes. if you love it, you know where to go. You know where to go, honeys. Um, Okay, you can find us at Sassy Digital and you can find me at Lucy Hitchcock underscore. Lots of free tips, life inspo, and just general. I'm also just going to plug stuff. myself. Yeah, plug yourself, girl. You can also find me at Natalie Glaze. You can probably find us both on there, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, and make sure you subscribe and please go and leave a review because that would make me super happy. And I actually read every single one of them. So that'd be great. Um, have a fantastic week everyone and we'll be back next week with another inspiring episode thanks Matt thank you for having me